Scott Kirby. He is the CEO of United Airlines. Uh, the carrier out with numbers today, losing just over a buck a share, circa $300 million in the third quarter on an adjusted pre-tax basis. That is way better than the street was looking for. They did good in Q3. Uh, the market was looking for 161 in terms of the loss. The outlook, though, I think for four, the fourth quarter, Alex, is where people are scratching their heads a little bit. We've seen actually reasonable momentum uh, for U.S. carriers. Uh, I heard Scott talking a little bit earlier on, talking about the fact that he sees the holiday season being super busy. But the rest of the fourth quarter may be looking a little bit more tepid. He joins us now. Scott, great to speak with you. Thank you very much indeed. Q3 looks really solid. You did really well. You did much better than the market was anticipating. Why the more cautious outlook in the fourth quarter? Well, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, really, this is all about demand. And the Delta variant kicked in kind of a third of the way through the third quarter. So much of the third quarter was really, really strong, you know, quite profitable in July. And even August was mostly booked. And so, you know, while the Delta variant is appears to have receded and bookings have turned around and are strong, the impact on the fourth quarter actually is larger than the impact on the third quarter, uh, just given the time frame for bookies. Um, and so what we see is business demand is starting to come back, but it's just now getting back to the levels it was in late June, early July. And leisure demand is strong, but there's not much leisure demand in the fourth quarter except for around the holidays. And so the summer had lots of, hol- you know, lots of leisure demand yep. because it was summer. And we get to the holidays, they look really good, but there's just not enough business demand to make up for the rest of it in the fourth quarter. But looking into the next year, uh, things do look very encouraging. What what really stood out for me in what you said today was that you are you are shifting towards a bigger focus on international. That's where you see yeah. the real capacity increase coming through. What gives you the confidence that that is going to happen? I'm looking forward to coming to the States soon after November the 8th. The North Atlantic is reopening. You are exposed to this. Why do you think that, that we're going to see such strong international demand? So one, we have seen strong demand. Every time borders open, we've seen a huge uh, increase in demand. After being locked down for a couple of years, uh, the chance for people to go to a great vacation, uh, to a great destination in Europe, um, is uh, is hard to resist. And so we saw that last summer with the few destinations in Europe that were open to U.S. travelers. We already see it in our bookings. Our bookings, we're, we're booking at a higher pace now for um, European travel than we were even in 2019. Um, and the other thing that's different in Europe is the supply-demand balance is much different. Um, you know, most large airlines around the world during COVID decided to retire literally hundreds of wide-body international airplanes. And while United is going to grow pretty significantly across the Atlantic, uh, most other airlines can't because they put those airplanes on the ground. And so you have a market with robust demand um, and less of competitive supply really sets up well for United Airlines. Um, one, this is Alex, by the way. Thanks so much for joining us. It, it, it's good to chat. Um, I'm a commodity nerd, so I'm going to ask about jet fuel. Um, how, how, what kind of pain are you going to feel in the fourth quarter from rising jet fuel costs? So, uh, fourth quarter jet fuel increase is, does impact this, and jet fuel prices always, in the short term, you know, have a, a near term impact on our P and L. But over the medium term, it typically winds up. Uh, being hedged on the revenue line. Um, and what, what I mean by that is usually when jet fuel prices go up, it's because the economy is strong. That leads to more business activity. Consumers have more money in the po- in their pockets. They book more tickets. And 
um, and our revenue line goes up. And I expect we'll see that in the sh- in the short term right now, especially right now because of the Delta variant and its you know magnified impact on air travel uh, in the third and fourth quarters. You know, we 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 aren't able to pass it through. But by the time we get into next year, I think those normal that normal relationship reasserts itself and so it has an impact in the short term but in the long term it winds up being uh, largely a pass-through you're confident that consumers are going to be prepared to pay (laughs) higher prices i this is this is the challenge are you able to to be a price maker rather than a price taker you're confident you're going to be in the former category well that's historically always been the case and 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 oftentimes we are a price taker but a price taker in the sense that you know a low-cost carrier will often set the price in a market. But fuel prices actually are a much higher percentage of their cost. And so when fuel prices go up, um, right. it, it causes them to raise fares even more. Um, and uh, and so that's why typically um, fuel prices, when they go up, it winds up in higher ticket prices. When they go down, it winds up in lower ticket prices. It goes both ways. Uh, but that typically winds up um, you know, being passed through the consumer in both directions. On this point, and I'm going to stray for a second on earnings, and I know that Guy will probably want to get back to that, but as we transition to this green economy and sustainable aviation fuel is the hot ticket, eventually we're going to have to, at some point, get new kinds of planes like hydrogen to make that uh, work. Do you have a sense yet of how much consumers are willing to pay up to travel greenly? And I make up that word, but I feel like it should get into the vernacular, greenly. Yeah. So, uh, well, first what I'd say is United is the leader on real action, not greenwashing, but real action on climate change. Um, our commitments to sustainable aviation fuel alone are more than double all of the rest of the world's airlines combined. A statistic, by the way, I hope I won't be able to say for long because others catch up to us um, and we're all doing because it it's just the right thing to do for the planet. But for the next you know, decade, Sustainable aviation fuel and I think carbon sequestration um, are going to be ultimately the two near near to medium term pillars that we can pull. Um, electric aircraft, we've been, we were the first airline to invest in electric aircraft. They'll work for short haul. Um, hydrogen is interesting, but there's a lot. Just the physics of hydrogen are hard. It's triple the mass for the same energy density. Uh, that makes it hard to have big airplanes flying long distance. There's really nothing on the drawing board that is going to replace jet. That's going to replace you know, jet fuel yep. to fly big airplanes long distance, except for sustainable aviation fuel. It's got to make sure that we have the, the policy in place from mm-hmm. government to allow the actual creation of that sustainable jet fuel in sufficient quantities. Um, all of this sounds incredibly inflationary at the moment. What, what is your assessment of the inflationary effect that, that you think United is going to feel, both in terms of labor costs? Um, we, we've talked a little bit about, um, about jet fuel input costs, but, but all the other costs that go into the business at the moment, what kind of inflation rate are you running at? Well, we do expect uh, you know, inflation above historical levels. We're seeing that already uh, in certain parts of the business. And but we built that also into our plan. Um, we, you know, this isn't surprising to us. This is what we anticipated, um, and uh, and we feel like you know we can manage it. I think ultimately we will be a part of the inflation statistics. Um, you know, if you look back to June and July, um, airfares were one of the components that were up the most. They're now one of the components down the most because of the Delta mm-hmm. variant. But I suspect that'll be the same again. We're we will wind up being hedged on the revenue line um, more so than perhaps some businesses will be. Uh, before we go, I just want to get your take on um, labor. 
uh, where are the holes that you're missing? How is it? Lots of airlines have the vaccine mandate, which disrupted uh, the, the labor field there as well. Um, give us a yeah. snapshot. So, you know, United Airlines, uh, you know, I think our labor relations um, and our employee relations are as good as they've ever been. Um, we were the only airline that negotiated a deal with our, uh, our pilots union where they sacrificed but made sure they could all stay in position to keep flying. That, that's partly why we haven't had the operational meltdowns that some airlines have had. Um, our flight attendants work with us on the mask issues. Um, our team is supportive uh, of the vaccine requirement. And frankly, the people of United Airlines are proud. They're more proud of United Airlines today. I hear it all the time when I walk through airports than they have been in their entire career. And as tough as the pandemic was, you know, crisis either brings a team together or tears them apart. Um, and it brought the team together at United. That doesn't mean we're going to always agree with our labor unions. We won't. And they won't always agree with us. But our relationship is on very solid ground. And we find more things that we can agree on than things that we disagree on. Scott, it's a real pleasure to speak with you as ever. Thank you very much indeed for taking the time to join us. We really appreciate it. Scott Kirby, the United CEO. I certainly, Alex, am very much looking forward to getting on a plane and coming across the Atlantic. It feels like it's been far too long.